Hey bakers, it's Carolyn of Chili Bakes. Thanks for heading into the kitchen with me again today. I'm so glad you're joining me. It's fall, it's windy, it's cold. I've actually had to wear two layers walking. I feel slightly angry about it, but it means more pumpkins. So I know winter's coming and it's fall, so I just better dive right into everything pumpkin. And today we're making pumpkin cake donuts, which are dense and moist. And we're going to put an amazing, oh, it's so addictive. It's the burnt butter. I call it burnt butter, but it's browned butter icing. It's salty. It's buttery. Oh my gosh. It makes anything, I would almost eat anything with that on it. Maybe not cardboard, but I'd probably lick it off the cardboard. So that's what we're making today. And I'm really excited to have you join me. Thank you for being in the kitchen and hanging out with me and learning some gluten-free bakes. I hope you're getting some tips some recipes you want to try and all that good stuff. I would love to see your photos and hear from you guys. You can always DM me. You can look me up on Instagram. You'll see all kinds of uh, things going on there. Lots of pictures of bakes that are not my podcast bake. Um, I'm also on, well, I have one YouTube. Ha! Huh. Yeah, I haven't really done too much with YouTube. I'm starting on some TikToks, but most of my stuff at the moment is on Instagram. So if you head over to Instagram, um, at Chili Bakes GF. You can find some stuff there. And I also have a website, Chili Bakes Gluten-Free. Be sure to put the www there. Uh, there's some blog recipes that are on Instagram and also all the podcast bakes. So um, some come say hi, leave me a picture of what you're baking. Talk to me about what you're interested in. I'd love to hear from you guys. So anyway, hoping that you guys get back to me and show me what kind of amazing things you're baking and what you're enjoying in the kitchen. All right, so let's get to baking. Okay, so the dry ingredients are uh, a cup and a half of gluten-free flour plus two tablespoons. I use uh, cup for cup multi-purpose flour. It's a really fine blend of flour that gives everything a really nice texture. So that's what I'm using here today. So it's a cup and a half. I want uh, to scoop and measure here so that I don't pack uh, the flour in and get too much flour. So that was one cup, and here comes the second half cup here. And then I have um, a teaspoon, oh, where is that? The sweet rice flour. I'm gonna add that for a little bit of texture. And then um, a little bit of xanthan gum. I think a quarter teaspoon is what's going in there. Just a teeny bit, teeny bit. Otherwise it'll make it grossly chewy. And then, um, oh yeah, almond. I put almond and oat flour. You could use, um, it's gonna be a quarter cup total. So you could use half of it almond flour, half of it oat, which is what I did before because I like the oatiness, but I didn't want them too heavy. Um, yeah, so today I'm just going to use a quarter cup almond flour, uh, blanched almond flour, and add that to the dry. It'll give a little bit more flavor and texture uh, than just the gluten-free flour on its own. And then we need a half a cup of, half, oh my gosh, half a teaspoon of salt, not half a cup. Let's get that one squared away here. Okay, half a teaspoon of salt, and then we need baking powder, one and a half teaspoons. And of course, I can't find it. All right, here we go. One and a half teaspoons. One and a half. Okay, and so I'm not really a sifter, so what I like to do is whisk the dry ingredients together here. That was pretty quick, right? 
Yeah, we're, we're done with the dry there. I'll whisk it a few more minutes, but I'm getting a sad puppy face. Hi, Miss Emma. She's a good girl. All right, come on, lady. Always. Oh, did you slip? Are you okay? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Did you slip? Did I get you with the door? No. All right, let's get you a treat. Come on. All right, we got to get her a treat because good dogs get a treat when they come in. The treat jar. All right, so it's always prudent to double check your dry ingredients and make sure you've mixed them all. So we have one and a half cups of gluten-free flour. See, I would have forgotten it. Plus two tablespoons, and I forgot the two tablespoons. So those two tablespoons of gluten-free flour are going in there. We have the teaspoon of sweet rice flour, or I call it mochi flour, a quarter teaspoon of xanthan gum, and Today I used a quarter cup of almond flour, but you could use oat flour or almond and oat together. And salt and baking powder. And we're whisking. And I think what I'm going to do is whisk in the pumpkin pie spice too. It's um, a teaspoon and a half of pumpkin pie spice. Yes, and I think it's right here. I like to add that to the dry. You don't have to, but I'm just going to. Oh my gosh, I got these great um, measuring spoons, and I think I already talked about it once. So that is what, a teaspoon and a half. Okay, and they're oblong, so they, they're so nice. They fit right in the spice container. You can't even get a teaspoon measure in a regular spice thing, but these new measuring um, teaspoons, tablespoon, the whole set, they're much nicer because they fit inside the tiny jars. And I thought, why'd they make them like this? Well, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Mm. And now it's starting to smell like fall. I was going to say winter. <laughs> what does winter smell like? I think winter smells like pine trees and snow. But all right, our dry is done. So yay, on dry. Okay, so we need to preheat the oven to 350. And you know, if you've listened before, I always forget. So I'm going to take care of that. The wet ingredients are really simple. It's just vegetable oil, eggs, sugar, pumpkin. Pretty cool, right? Um, yeah, so it's a quick mix together. So we're taking a half a cup of vegetable oil. Um, I'm using canola oil. I can't say it, but I'm using it. And I'm doing that in a large bowl. And a cup of granulated sugar. You could use brown sugar, but since I'm using a burnt butter icing or browned butter icing, there's a lot of caramelly flavor in there anyway, so I don't want to have like a really brown sugary pumpkin flavor to the donut with that kind of icing. I could, but I'm just choosing not to do that. But you could definitely switch out the white sugar for brown. So that's a cup. And it goes white sugar and I'm going to whisk it all together. I don't have to whisk the sugar and the oil separately. Um, I could whisk it in with the eggs. So the two eggs are going in there. I'm sorry, that would be three eggs. See, in case to pay attention to your recipe here. Three large eggs and I like to use uh, Vital Farms, the nice organic eggs because they're, I don't know, they taste better. I crack things in my bowl, but if you're not good at cracking, I would not recommend that. I would crack in a side bowl first. But 
This is how I live dangerously. Sadly, this is living dangerously. All right, and we're just gonna take that whisk out of the dry and whisk the wet. Although I didn't put the pumpkin in, but I will. All right, just a quisk, whisk, whisk. Oh my gosh, I can't even speak. A quick whisk, and then it gets a cup and a half of pumpkin. That's a lot of pumpkin. So that's really good in a gluten-free recipe. So normally I have to add something to keep the moisture in because the pumpkin, um, I'm not always using pumpkin. Sometimes they use applesauce, but in gluten-free bakes, one of the major problems is things get really dry or they don't stay moist or they have a weird texture. So the pumpkin, the moist pumpkin, or if I use applesauce or sweet potato, they all really, really help with that problem. So um, it makes for a really great recipe. And this is a King Arthur flour recipe. They have such good information, such good recipes, such good um, products. I love King Arthur flour. So that's one of those great places you can look for all kinds of amazing recipes. And the pumpkin's going in, but I just need to scoop it here with something. Um, I'm using Libby's pumpkin. I tried to use uh, another pumpkin and it was terrible. Like literally it was light yellow and it wasn't even the color that bothered me. It tasted like watery squash, and I'm not even kidding you. I'm like, why am I using this stuff? So if you want pumpkin flavor, you want a good tasting pumpkin, and I really like Libby's, so in it goes. So a cup, and let's hope I have another half cup. I made pumpkin bars the other day, and this is my last good can of pumpkin, so I'm hoping this is enough. All right, I'll get into that half cup here. Do you guys have a favorite pumpkin recipe? Some people love pumpkin pie. I love it for breakfast on Thanksgiving. Well, not Thanksgiving morning, the morning after um, Thanksgiving. And uh, then I have it with whipped cream. That is like one of the perfect breakfasts. Okay, there's the other half cup of pumpkin. I just barely scraped by with enough pumpkin and we're whisking together. And there's the wet. Okay, the oven is hot. I just heard it ding. And I got out my muffin, no, these aren't muffin top pans. These are donut pans, my donut pans. I have silicone donut pans, which I really, really like. Um, they don't stick. The only thing I don't like is they're a little floppy when you take them in and out of the oven, but I really, really like them. So I'm gonna add the wet to the dry, but I did change my tools up. So I'm not gonna use a regular whisk. You could use, um, any kind of mixing spoon. I don't use a beater because I feel like it mixes it too much. So a Dutch whisk is a very open metal whisk that goes through thick dough quickly um, and easily without over mixing. So I'm gonna use my Dutch whisk to mix my dry into my wet and grabbed and I grabbed a um, rubber spatula too. So I can spoon the um, donut batter into a pastry bag. Okay, so we're just dumping the dry into the wet. And we're just mixing. and I'm making a mess, as usual. Yeah. These are so easy to mix together for, you know, a weekend, you have people come over, and you, you know, you can have these in the oven and in like 10 minutes, and then they cook in about 12 minutes, 10 to 12 minutes, so it's great. And they're so good, oh my gosh, they're so good. It feels like you're staying at a bed and breakfast, but you know, and if you're gluten-free, you just never get stuff like this. Okay, so I do need to scrape the sides because, of course, the flour decided to go up. Maybe I should have stirred slower. 
Um, yeah, and to make sure there's no, um, I was going to say monkey business on the bottom, but just sometimes there's a little slug of um, unmixed stuff. So it's totally mixed now, and I'm going to get my pastry bag. It's a plastic one, which I don't like to use plastic. In fact, I'd really, I think I ordered a cloth one because I just don't want to use that much plastic. Mm, but the dough is good. And for my bag, mm, oh my gosh, it's good. For my bag, I uh, cut about an inch wide hole because I want it to pipe um, pretty big in the donuts. I, I want the donuts to be wide. I don't want to have a skinny, like to be piping a skinny amount of dough repeatedly. I want just one pass. Okay. It is so easy. And I'm just going to keep going. There, so it made about four, and then I wrapped to refill the bag. Okay, so they're all in their pans. Um, I'm just going to put them in the oven. smaller because I added up the weird extra donut bit so I made a little muffin that's what you heard going in the oven <laughs> in a ramekin because I wasn't wasting the dough so I'm going to put them in for 10 minutes and peek at them and then we'll see how they're doing okay let's take these bad boys out of the oven let's hot 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 oh don't grab the silicone yeah, yeah. Okay. So that weird muffiny thing that's baking in there, so I'll give it four more minutes. Okay, these took 14 minutes. So there you go. I always underestimate the time, but I'd rather underestimate the bake time than overbake them, right? So they they spring back when you touch them. They're nice and puffed in their muffin pan, and I'm just going to turn them out onto a rack and let them cool. And then we're going to make the, I want to say burnt butter icing. My whole life we called it burnt butter. Brown butter. Let's call it brown, 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 brown butter. Okay, I'm gonna turn these onto a rack and we'll get started with the icing. Okay, so for the icing, we're gonna take a quarter cup of butter, which is about uh, four tablespoons. It is four tablespoons. And we're gonna put it in a, like a pretty small saucepan. And turn on the fire. We don't want it super hot. The objective is to brown it and get it a nice deep caramel color, but not cook it so much that it burns. If you burn it, you gotta throw it out. There's just no, there's no saving it. So you don't wanna start too high of a heat and you don't wanna whack away. You just use a wooden spoon. We're gonna stir it. I'm gonna swirl it. You're gonna watch it um, melt, then it'll bubble. Then it'll, you'll get some caramelly smelling stuff. And when it, when it looks like it's the color of maybe slightly darker than most maple syrups or round maple syrup color, and it smells caramelly, that's what you want. And then we're gonna take it off the oven, the oven. That would be the stove, and then we'll add the powdered sugar and um, a little bit of milk to thin it out, and that'll be our glaze, and it's going to be so good on the donuts. The donuts are on a rack cooling. Um, what else was I going to say here? I do use salted butter. I don't know. There are people that love salt, unsalted, but I almost always use salted butter, and with this um, browned butter mixture, that, that saltiness with the creamy is really, really good. Um, let's see. I already said don't walk away. 
It's one of the easiest ways to uh, ramp up the flavor of something. You can't always taste it in bakes. I mean, maybe if you made a vanilla cake with brown butter, it would taste caramelly, but I don't know if it would taste that much different. So in this instance, it's just going to be the icing, and so it's really going to be obvious. It's just a little powdered sugar and milk in there to make it the right consistently. Oh my gosh, my brain, my tea is brewing. You'll have to excuse me because my tea is brewing. So, all right, it's melting and it'll be a couple minutes, right? Just don't, you can take it off the heat and look at it. Uh, you know, it's better to take it off early than to take it off late. If you think it's getting too brown, just don't let it over brown. Okay, mine's already melting. I gotta check that weird muffin thing. That's a weird muffin thing. Oh, you're not even close, dude. Get back in there. Okay, we'll give it a couple more minutes. All right. It's sizzling a little bit, the butter. Mmm, melted butter. That's not good. Mmm. All right. It's hot, but I still stuck my finger in it. Okay. Let's see. So you may not know the total time it took me to melt and brown my butter because obviously you don't necessarily want to listen for melting butter. That's a long time. And then I could ramble the whole time, but then you have to listen to that. So the icing got browned. It still has light um, foam on the top, but underneath you'll see like dark brown milk solids. Come here, baby girl. You want your treat? Okay, she needs something. Of course she needs something. You want that one? You want two? Okay, there you go. So um, it's hot. It's in the saucepan still, so I'm going to add the powdered sugar. I have some powdered sugar I really don't like because it's really, oh my gosh, that's the loudest dog treat on the planet. Also, I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance. I accidentally triple bagged my tea. So normally I'm a double tea bag person and I steeped it for a really long time. So if I start talking fast and I get a little nutty or nuttier than usual, it's that third tea bag. Dang it. Okay. At least I have an excuse. All right. So I've got the, um, the sugar. No, that would be butter. We're going to add powdered sugar now. And you could use a blender for this blender. See, look what's happening. No, no, I'm descending into tea madness. Okay, you could use a beater for this, which is what I frequently do, but I was feeling lazy and now I'm probably gonna regret this. So you can get a much smoother um, icing frosting with the beater, which I did bring out, but still it's like, oh, it's across the kitchen. Do I really wanna walk over there? Yes, I probably do. Okay, I need to get more powdered sugar in here. It's three cups and I think I put like half a cup in here. Oh my gosh, so this looks like a hot mess. Um, so I added uh, the powdered sugar to my burnt browned butter. I'm gonna say browned, seriously, I'll get it right by the end of the episode. And I swear to you, the powdered sugar has lumps that I can audibly hear crunching. Like how old is that powder sugar? It's not that old. Anyway, so I got out my mixer because I was like, there's no way I'm gonna get this out with a whisk. So it might take a deal of mixing and it's pretty darn powdery. It does not take very much milk to make an icing. So be very conservative. I would add like, a tablespoon at a time, because once you overmix, it takes so much powdered sugar to get it the right consistency. So I'm just gonna mix this until it's um, a consistency that I can dip the donut in and make a nice icing. So here goes with this. I'm gonna try to get the lumps out first. All right. 
You could make this as thick as you want. I just want it dippable, so I'm putting about uh, a tablespoon and a half. A teaspoon and a half. Actually, what is the deal with this powdered sugar? I'm sorry, I need a, like a mortar and pestle? What is happening? So this powdered sugar sucks, so just fair warning. I don't know what brand it was, but I'm not buying that again. Yeah, I need to crush the lumps before I can make my icing here. Okay, I need the back of the spoon. Really? Oh my gosh. So you're just gonna take your donut and you're gonna dip it the side that was in the pan down or actually the other side is probably better, but whatever. And then you're gonna do a little twist. And if your icing is too thick and it starts like ripping at the donut, then you need to make it uh, thinner. They're gluten-free, so they don't like a lot of moisture. Um, so I would just be careful of that. And then you just let them set up. The icing will not really harden. It'll get a little bit harder on the top, but, um, and that's it. That's how it works for the gluten-free donuts with the burnt butter icing. And you're all done. So. Um, I hope you had a good time. I'm just rambling. Okay, here comes the best part. I get to eat one. The, uh, not you, sweetie. <laughs> she thinks, oh, mama's gonna eat. Yeah, I don't think you're getting a pumpkin donut with burnt butter, brown butter, oh my gosh, icing. So thank you for joining me in the kitchen today. Oh my gosh, they smell really good. Um, I put sprinkles on these. You could put anything you want on the top. Uh, I really like the burnt butter icing. It's set up a little bit. So if you're going to put sprinkles, you want to put it on right away. If it gets too thick, feel free to thin your icing. Um, yeah, you could drizzle it over. I like the dip because I think it looks super donut-y. Hi, Emma. It's not for dogs. Anyway, I'm going to taste it. Mm. Of course, I have a huge bite. Sorry. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. A really soft... Um, densely pumpkin, pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin donut. Mm. The icing is salty a little bit because it's regular butter, but there's the caramel taste. It's so good with the donut. Mm. Oh my gosh. So good. This is a really good donut. Mm. Mm. Yum. You just try it. I can't stop eating it. <laughs> choke here. Okay. The next podcast episode is, hi Emma, October, gosh darn it, 13th, 16th. Um, oh, 16th. It's the 16th. We're making soft ginger cookies. You know, like this big molasses-y, gingery, covered in crunchy sugar that really just, mm, it feels like fall. You can get them in the grocery store, but they're like, you know, they don't have all the flavor and they're just kind of eh. Or maybe they're hard. No, no, we're not making those. We're making yummy, big, soft, chewy, gluten-free. Make them gluten-free. Anyway, thank you for coming. Thanks for joining me in the kitchen. I hope you try this recipe. It's so fun to make. I want to eat all the donuts. I wish I had two stomachs at this point. They're so pretty and they taste really good. And also, I'm slightly regretting the fact that I ate a little bit too much icing off the beaters and the spatula and maybe in the bowl. Oh, so I'm like a little sugared out, but the donut was so good I couldn't stop eating it. Yeah. Remember I said too much tea? That's what's happening here. All right, so thanks for joining me again. If you uh, like the podcast, it really helps me if you rate, subscribe. What's the other one? Review. There you go. I can't remember anything. See, I'm on a sugar high and a caffeine rush. All right, I'll see you soon. I hope you guys have fun in the kitchen in the meantime. Send me pictures of your bakes. Have a good one. Bye.